Newcastle's best childhood centres, The Little Unicorn. Explore, play, discover, grow. Enrol now. Supporting Newcastle's only mum's radio show. I got it from my mama. With Beck and Sarge. Makeup. What's your makeup routine, Beck? I love how you're asking me this because you know that I just don't have one. Thanks. Like, put me on the spotlight. I, um... <laughs> my makeup is done in the middle of trying to brush and style three children's hair <laughs> and make sure they brush their teeth at the same time of putting the straightener on and doing my hair and then going, oh, crap, I forgot makeup. So um, I need all the help I can get because I just don't get it. We are going to talk to Dean Black from The Boys, a friend of mine, uh, who is the most incredible makeup artist. He'll give you the most amazing inside tips on the best brands of makeup to use, the do's and don'ts of makeup, uh, cheaper makeup that's still uh, fine to buy, and also... um, working in a little bit of a skin routine and how to do your makeup daily. Plus, you can win a $200 voucher from Stockland Greenhills. Yay! Bring on David Jones makeup counter or (laughs) Mecca or Priceline. No judgment. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHMNewcastleHunterMamas.com. Thanks to our sponsors, The Little Unicorn, offering quality early childhood education for children aged between six weeks and five years of age. With a focus on fun, play-based learning, The Little Unicorn Centres have been designed with your child in mind. At The Little Unicorn, you can have peace of mind that your little one will develop the skills they need for school and life. TheLittleUnicorn.com.au at Honeysuckle, Broadmeadow and soon to be Charlestown Square. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge. That's me. Almost forgot. (laughs) How'd you like that? (laughs) And uh, Dean Black, who heads up the boys and is one of the best or the best makeup artists that I know. I was going to say makeup man, but I'm just going to put it out there, artists generally. Yeah, let's talk about how to put stuff on your face. Let's do that. Let's do that. (laughs) For me, as a woman, I basically, um, I don't know about your technique, Beck, but I, (laughs) mine is just to slap it on, you know, some foundation sort of in the car. Probably. Yeah. I've got these fabulous, oh, I should show you. That. It's um, a Glad Wrap sandwich bag. Oh my I God, was actually, <laughs> as I was sitting down watching, I was having a look. It's like, oh, what's in here? I actually love looking at people's <laughs> makeup does. kit. This makeup this kit actually <laughs> is, I won't say kit. I will say it looks like a sandwich bag, but it's clean. It's clean. It's just got a <laughs> hey, that's more than I have. It's got a couple of foundations in it and yes. just like some powder and I just make up as I'm driving. It's God just bless. Even the numbers of the... Oh, no, the colours have been rubbed off. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. So, oh, they're probably <laughs> different colours. So, um, okay. Yeah. So but I'm this is go... normal. This is... Sorry, this is normal. Is that normal? normal? Yeah. No, no, no. So it is I'm normal. Abnormal. What do you do? Well, I don't carry anything around with me. No, I was going to say, this is normal to have this happening. Like, people forget their shades, their colours, and everything always gets rubbed off because people just chuck their makeup in their bag. And honestly, God, I'm the same person. Like, I'm, you, I love that you call me an artist. Thank you very much. I've been aiming for that title for 11 years now. Oh, so. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. But no, even at home, I'm the same as well. Like, for myself personally, like, I think at the end of the day, we don't have the time to do the makeup that we want to do. And this is my job is to make 
women look and feel and confident you know for an event or for a wedding or for a shoot or anything corporate for a linkedin profile so you know this is normal so I love that you brought this in. <laughs> thought we could talk about first um, in terms of people's own makeup. Something that came up for me the other day was uh, I was at a makeup masterclass at Stockland Green yep. Hills, which, by the way, we're giving away a $200 voucher to buy makeup at today in the show. Um, <laughs> yes. We could talk about what products would be good to buy. But um, one of the things that came up when I was talking to the artist was – she said, oh, I never keep my mascara more than six months. And I was like, <laughs> I think my makeup drawer needs a bigger clean out than my Facebook friend profile. My question. My, my, one of my questions was expiry yeah. dates because I know yeah. they have expiry dates. When should no. my expiry is when it runs That's out. That's true. <laughs> it's very true. So when should you get rid of stuff? Okay, the easiest thing to remember when it comes to makeup, obviously, they've got shelf life. Yeah. You know, once you open something up, a lot, especially foundations, that have a seal on it. It's like a foil seal. It's obviously because there's a moisture, there's hydration, there's emollient in there to keep the skin hydrated, and you know. There's ingredients in there as well to help, you know, keep oils at bay, depending if you're oily or whatever your concerns are. Yeah. I think the easiest thing to remember when it comes to makeup is if you look on the back of each packaging, there is a little jar, like a little, I don't know if you can see that there, yeah. little icon yeah. there, there's a little jar. And when it's a little open, it says usually either six month, uh, six oh, okay. M or 24 M. Okay. And what that stands for is the month. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm going to always buy the 24. So yeah. mascaras especially, they generally only last between six months. Yeah, right. So yeah, just look on the back of your, you know, your makeup, every single makeup product's got it, even your moisturizers. It's just like a little open jar lid. Okay. And what happens if you go over? Um, You're not going to die. <laughs> you're not right. going to die. As Dean was saying cool. though, the moisturizing agents and all the exactly. Stuff exactly. in it just won't be as effective, right? Back in my day when I used to work in the on the counter at David Jones, um, people would always come up to me and said, oh, you know, my foundation's not what, lasting as long as it used to or the product's not last like, working the way it used to for me. And most of the time is, is because it has its, its self shelf life is completely right. ah. kaput. It's done. So, you know, just, you know, I think, So like your mascara's you said, not going to give you, like... Eye herpes or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Depends like, who it's been sleeping oh. with. Scratchy feeling, like a scratchy, yeah, itchy feeling, like a sight, like you know, like a hay fever type of feeling that you might feel in the eye area. Yeah, that could be the parabens oh. that have that have okay. that fizzled out, and that you way, that, girls, don't do it. <laughs> no parabens fizzling. Oh, that's all. So we're getting scientific now. Or <laughs> that clumpy um, yeah. look to Goo. the mascara. Yeah. Another good tip as well is like never ever with your mascaras, especially don't pump. Oh, your mascara I do that all the time. in and out. <laughs> well, just imagine you're pumping in so much air, and then you lock it up. You know, you lock it up, and then that air's in there, and then you get it out. You're like, why is it so disgusting? What really does the pumping do? I don't know. I just I do it. I don't know. Everyone does the pumping. It pumps out your supply. That's what I always okay. say. So my biggest problem in life is time. I just yes. don't have oh, it. Of course. So I need a really simple one, two, three yep. process of what to do each morning for yep. makeup. Uh, quick question: What is your kind of regime in the um, morning for makeup? Um, if you do primer, uh-huh. foundation powder. Okay. Do you think you need the primer, or is that something that you were told to it's have? Something I was told to have. Okay. There are a lot of brands out that that really push primer, and obviously, I was one back in the day when I used to work they on counter. Do, don't yeah, they, they do. Yeah. But again, it's a selling tip. You know, you have to remember uh-huh. this. Primer is also moisturizing as well. So that's one thing that you can just literally eliminate. And I would say primer for those special occasions when you're going out. You know, like you don't really need your makeup to wet really long throughout the day. You make it look perfect from 9 to 5 unless you obviously have that corporate job. But 
I think just eliminate that primer process because I think at the end of the day, you've got like a nice day moisturizer. That's enough. Okay. Um, have a good nighttime moisturizer, daytime moisturizer with SPF. Okay. Do your foundation. You don't always have to have powder either. I think that's something that we grew up with oh as a God, habit. Oh, my God, really? Yes, because so I've got that. And already. by the way, we're just talking about hygiene, and I think my sponge is pretty feral. Sponges are the worst. <laughs> Get, yeah, yeah, man. Oh, Get so, rid of that. Okay, so foundations. Can I go to Aldi and buy foundation? You know what? I no, you're going to Stockland Greenhills, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to Stockland Greenhills. You, Green can, you can go to, say, um, Priceline, Priceline there. Or what are the differences between places like that and, and Mecca between Mecca and yeah, Sephora and yeah. stuff like that. In the, the day, like when I first started doing makeup 11 years ago, it was like prestige all the way. That's if you didn't have prestige in your kit, you weren't seen as a serious makeup yeah. artist. But nowadays, we're so lucky and so blessed to have the resources that we have now to actually have amazing product in those places like Priceline. Cool. And I love going to Priceline. I love makeup shopping, regardless if it's like the $2 store <laughs> awesome. or somewhere like Mecca. Let's just pretend that we're throwing out our makeup drawers, all yeah. right? Literally, yes. Beck, we're idea. putting them... Because I think I will be. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, we <laughs> so where should we start? What should we buy? I don't know. I'm going to just say this legally that uh-huh. um, a couple of months ago I was... Uh, doing a shoot and um, someone gave me free product from yep. a certain place and it was NARS and I felt yeah. it was beautiful and moisturising but it has made me break out all oh. over my face. Yeah. In fact, the makeup is hiding it at the moment. I'm still trying to get rid of that oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say shit. I'll just say it. I'm still going to get rid of Gunk. that shit. So I've seen a lot of bad stuff online about NARS, but the product's beautiful. Have mm-hmm. you got any tips for us in terms of how to build our kit and also what to look out for in terms of just things that might react to our skin? And I'm making notes. Yeah. I would just say at the end of the day, like samples, like something that oh, okay. doesn't really get pushed much when it comes to makeup counters. Yeah. I know when I, where I used to work at Mac, we would definitely sample out every single thing. I think at the end of the day, especially if it is decannable, like a liquid, like a moisturizer, primer or a foundation, you've got to try before you buy like those mm. foundations are not cheap wow yeah they, they are so damn expensive and if you are going to go like more of like the lower end of makeup which is not bad and not, i'm not judging that at all like i think at the end of the day those brands are paved the way like look at maybelline maybelline was one mm. of the biggest brands out there and that was actually formulated from a guy who mixed vaseline wow and, really yeah and he's he it was based on his sister and his sister was maybelline so May huh, so I think those sort of brands and even like Max Factor as well, like Max Factor who you know, we can't discredit those types of brands. My mum has a soft spot for Max Factor because I have a soft spot for Max Factor. <laughs> she's Ooh, okay, she her heart, yeah. I think that her hers comes back to like her heydays were in the eighties. She loved the eighties, it was oh, huge the best. then, you know? Iconic when it comes but to makeup. Why do you like it? I think again he was the first to pave the way when it came to male makeup, not okay. like a, a face to a brand. Yeah. Because this is like back in the twenties, you know, and yeah, wow. he also formulated the pancake makeup where you'd wet the sponge. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, like you'd wet that coral looking sponge, yeah, okay. and then you'd put the pancake makeup on and slather it on, and it would turn to this. It's, it's not nice looking. It's very thick and it's very matte, but think theatre makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he made it. Ex- he made Hollywood based makeup accessible to the everyday woman. Okay. So and again, like thinking like brands like Napoleon Purdue as well. Like yeah, He's gone now, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah, and that, that's where I first started too. Wow. Napoleon was the first brand that I actually started, worked for. So I have heard whisperings on the internet that things like big stores creating chain products has pushed people like Napoleon out of the market. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. like as much as we kind of 
talk about Mecca and Sephora and how much we love them, they are also doing a disjustice to those sort of brands as well. And it is unfortunate. And their generic things are good, aren't they? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, go to Priceline. And I think at the end of the day, like, wait for those 40% off cosmetic Mm. day sales that they have. People line up for them. One of the best concealers I've actually ever used. And this is going to beat the NARS concealer that you probably tried. Like, I know you mentioned that you tried NARS not long ago. The Fit Me concealer. It's $10. It's so beautiful. Um, it's easy to use. You don't need to set it with powder. You can use it under the eyes. And I actually have it in my kit, and you wouldn't even know the difference between that and the $50 radiant conceal that I get awesome. from NARS as well. Yeah. Okay, yes. so, okay. I'm walking into Priceline, and I'm going to go and get myself some foundation. Mm-hmm. How do I blend it uh, to be my own skin tone? That's the challenge, I think, because obviously when you're going to those places... You, you're, you're going there the with a budget. You're not going to get yeah. that help like yeah. you might yeah. get at Mecca or at Sephora yeah. or Mac or at David Jones Counters. But having said that as well, I know they do have dedicated artists there. Okay. Speak to someone. Yes, yeah. definitely. So you can't just rub it into your skin and go, ooh, that looks Not good. in the back of your hand. The oh, best okay. way to do it is I on do. your jawline. Uh, okay. Yeah, and okay. match it to okay. your decolletage because at the end of the day, we're covering our face to match the body. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. And these are just habits that I think that we knew our mums would teach us this, yeah. you know, like yeah, thinking true. about powder. Well, not even talking about it, but just walking behind your mum as yeah. she goes shopping for stuff and seeing her test everything on her yeah. hand, you just do the same. It's like they Most say, definitely. we become our parents. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And in college, like, I was always taught and shown to always set your foundation with powder, but it's not the case anymore. You don't need to, again, because okay. we've got the resources and amazing technologies so now So you're saying to I can actually- just walk out with... Moisturizer and foundation. So I would do like definitely moisturizer, which is a, uh, probably a regime that you that yeah. you wouldn't do anyway. Like like brushing your teeth. Yeah. yeah. Um, foundation is probably your first step of makeup. So okay. foundation, a bit of bronzer, mascara, bronzer, and like a okay. lip balm. Okay. I know this is a little bit. <laughs> yeah. This is a little bit off topic, but in terms of like um, keeping our skin nice, are mm-hmm. those big name products and all that stuff that with the Cleansing and the toning and all—is it really cleansing and toning? Toning is not one thing that you have to do. I think again, that's like that one, two, three step that we'll grow that we learn as kids, like that Clinique step, you know. Yeah, one, two, three. So the really expensive like cleansers and and toners has never been better. Well, Cetaphil is what dermatologists recommend if you've got problematic skin. So and QV cream. cleared yeah since using it well it's gentle enough on the skin it's not gonna yeah it's nice yeah and i think if you just get a cleanser like that if you do have problematic skin whether it be like texture for fine lines or texture from maybe you know acnegenic problematic skin Mm. that's when you probably want to start looking at serums that are going to penetrate the skin deeper fine lines yeah yeah well that's (laughs) botox (laughs) hyaluronic acid is all you need like honestly and then again it's it's there's cheap brands out there. There's a brand called The Ordinary. Look at The oh, Ordinary. Oh, I've heard of them. Yes. I actually, I went to Melbourne not long ago and I got so excited because The Ordinary was doing a pop-up counter. And um, I just bought so many serums and they're like $10 each. And they're so, so where are they normally? You can get them online. Okay. I think um, you can get them in Priceline, I'm pretty sure. Really? Not, okay. not in Newcastle, not just okay. yet. Okay, all right. But I all know right. that, yeah, you can look at some Pricelines okay. down in the biggest metro stores. Yeah. Yes. And what are some other brands that you can throw at us that are good? That are like a reasonable price point. Yeah, and also, or just things if you're splashing out as well. Um, if you're going to splash out, one of my favorite brands is Ultraceuticals. Ultraceuticals okay. is an Australian based brand, and that was developed by a, a, again, he, this guy, he brought out all these amazing serums and moisturizers and cleansers from the UK. They were originally called MD formulations. Oh, I've heard of mm, them. And I okay. used to use that. That's what I used to actually use because, again, I, that's one of the reasons why I became a makeup artist because I used to have such bad skin. I would. Oh. 
Really? Like, yeah. That's one of my biggest things was my biggest concern was my oh, skin. Your skin's so good I know. Because I was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> that time. MD. <laughs> and, now, and now I can pass it on to you guys. So, yeah, he brought out MD formulations and it was just too expensive for, for him to keep curing it out here. So, yeah, he was a scientist and he developed um, ultraceuticals. And ultraceuticals can be found in a lot of the laser clinics that you see. And also there's um, the David Jones counters as well. They are on the higher price point when it comes to cleansers. The cleanser's about $50. Mm-hmm. But that's when you start looking at your serums. And these serums can, yeah, they go up to about between $80 to $200 for the mm. serums. But again, like if you're looking at like maybe the lower price point, the Ordinary has the same philosophy as Ultraceuticals. So you've got your serums. The only difference is is that you can make and concoct your own serum. Oh, cool. So you kind of got to know a little bit more about yeah. your own skin. Okay. To actually look at the ordinary, but most people need hyaluronic acid in their in their skincare regime, and that what that is is it's a natural derivative in your skin anyway, and it's just plumping and hydrating the skin from within. Okay. Yes. Sounds amazing. Mm. And if you've got good skin, you don't tend to use as much makeup. You know, like it's true. Yeah. That's yeah. why I always find whenever I get a spray tan, I'm like, no. Yeah. Because everything's covered up. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> evened out. That's exactly yeah. it. It's just more the pigmentation. That's why I always recommend always SPF when it comes to like your skincare yeah. or moisturizers. So what about the what about some some don'ts? I don't so, like that word. It's very oh, negative. Okay. So, How what about, about <laughs> some common errors that can common happen? errors? That's good. <laughs> mishaps. mishaps. Oh, mishaps. <laughs> oh my god. I honestly, God, I don't see it much anymore. I, Ten years ago, I asked this question. I would have laughed and said, "Yeah, totally." Drop that hot pink lipstick, and I'm looking at this <laughs> this color here. What about, this what about like pink, pink when you don't studio. blend properly or yeah. But do you think you see that as much as you used to? You though? Definitely don't. No, like, I don't yeah. see that in Newcastle. Mm, I, have I don't to say no, it as much. I used to when I before I even started doing makeup, I would see a lot of it. It was almost like a mask, right? Mm, it was yeah. so heavy. Yeah. It's very very powdery, yeah. and I think that's probably one big thing. People over powder. That's probably one thing okay. when I say okay. overpowdering. And I think that's just something that we're, again, we're used to, you know, getting that that powder brush and you know what kind of powder brush I'm talking about. Like it's, <laughs> it's dirty. It's got a bit of moisture on there. You haven't cleaned it in about a year. It's it's probably got some bugs sitting in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> what about BB cream? I, Love. Really? Because I've, I've heard from too. another makeup artist and they said that it was like a media ploy, but... I don't know. Well, it's got SPF cr- that's in it. it, and it's sort of lighter, so it's going to look totally. after your skin a bit more, isn't it? So it's more radiant. It's SPF. It's got um, primer benefits as well, so it kills it. At, not kills it. Eliminates that process of you having to prime the skin prior to putting makeup on. And you can also use it to also counteract discoloration um, and uneven yeah. skin tone before you put yeah. your foundation on if you were to go out for a little oh, bit more of a higher coverage. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, that's cool. Yes. Kind of like those CC creams. Have you heard of those CC creams, the colour corrective? No. No? Oh, my God. This is revolutionary. Because I'm immediately thinking of chips right now. CC's. Now I'm thinking of chips. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is that time. So CC's kind of like a not new thing. It's definitely getting a little bit more of um, awareness now. But CC's colour corrective. So it just just, um, evens out the the skin tone as opposed to covering the skin tone. That's good. And IT Cosmetics do that. IT Cosmetics is um, found in, I think they do it in Mecca. Um, but yeah, it just evens everything out and it just looks so natural on the skin. And I think people want that look now. <laughs> Beck and I are like, whoa! <laughs> We're going shopping! So it's basically <laughs> airbrushing you. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's like an eraser. That's what I call it, an eraser for the skin. Wow. Gets Jeez. rid of that redness in the skin, that discoloration. And most Caucasian women would kind of think about redness in their skin. If you are more of like a darkest complexion, it's generally a little bit more, you, your skin can might look a bit dull. Mm-hmm. So look at things with a purple lavender undertone. For us, we want to look at something with a bit more of a green peachy undertone to the okay. skin. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To brighten and to give a bit more warmth. Mm, that's fantastic. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> But also wow. knowing your skin tone, I think, is important as well, like yeah. the undertone of your skin. Yeah. Well, I spoke to someone recently who was a colorist, and they were talking to me about all this deep stuff about the colors in your skin. Mm-hmm. You look at the colors running through your veins, and yeah. you match your house to what? that, and oh all your God. clothes. Oh, wow. <laughs> your <laughs> entire mood. <laughs> well, no, it's but true. it's very interesting. So how do you tell your skin tone? Color theory is so damn hard. It's like, like it's... When you teaching diploma students of makeup artistry, it's like a literally a month worth wow. of work. Wow. It's full on. But um Because I can't even look in my veins. Like I don't even notice anything. Like I do, but what am I gonna do? Paint my walls blue? I would say okay, you're more olive. Okay. So you're yeah. more olive. So you're definitely a little bit more of when you say olive, you don't want to look at the words yellow, because again, people don't want to be described as that word yellow. I would yeah. never use that word to describe someone's skin. But you cool tones, so olive undertones to the skin. So okay. look at more olive complexion in your okay. foundation. So what that will mean is that you get a better match to your foundation. However, what that will mean is you need to warm up the complexion a little bit more. So use okay. bronzers, peachy undertone okay. blushes, um, warmth around the eyes to really Again, just to bring back that warmth in the skin. Okay. If you start to use cool undertones like charcoals or black eye pencils or uh, oh. those sort of colors, that's when everything starts to look very sallow and you Ooh, look okay. a little bit lifeless. Uh. So, again... And I, then I'd be different to Beck again yeah, and I've got sort of red Yeah, in my... so you could definitely pull off more of a charcoal smoky eye. Okay. But again, being in the blue tone in your eyes, you could also pull off those warm tones as well when it comes to eye makeup as well. Uh. I always say like makeup is not a rule that you have to abide by because I'm now telling you that your skin tone is more in the cooler tone. Definitely use that as, you know, as a baseline, but mm-hmm. don't just always stick to that because it's not always the case at all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because awesome. you can definitely cool. play around with it. Cool. Thank well, I feel you. like I'm very armed, ready <laughs> to go too. to Stockland, Green Hills, and get my new set of makeup. <laughs> my biggest thing, just don't wear pink lipstick. That pink lipstick. And you know that type of pink, like, think yeah. not, 2009 pink. Yeah. Like, so, are there any rules with lipstick? Floss. Because, to be I honest, I... Don't you? Because I've got, like, these either. huge <laughs> red <laughs> lipsticks, and yep. I wear... I've worn them from time to time. They end up all over my teeth, and also doing a lot of MC work. Yeah, yeah. They just sort of half rub off, and yep. then look horrendous. Like, I've had a big night out. So I tend to use more nude colours. What is cool, like, at the moment in terms of colour? Definitely nude. Like, nude's yep. definitely going to stick around. I think, again, we have the Kardashians to thank for that. But yep. we have the Kardashians to thank a lot of things when it comes to makeup trends. A lot of the looks that I do are definitely based on, like, that effortless-looking bronze, smoky eye, very much Kardashians. But I think as well, like, yeah, again, it's lipstick's a personality thing. You know, I, I could have someone in my chair and go, you know, one thing that I always ask, you know, that obviously people will trust what I have to say when it comes to a colour, but I always ask how people like their brows and how people like their lipstick. Yeah, because thick <laughs> brows cool. are a thing at the moment. Definitely, but not yet? everyone's into thick brows, oh, okay. you know. We do our brows a certain way and that's how we like to have them. If I change that style or shape of brow on a client or on a woman, they don't feel comfortable. Oh. And one thing I used to always remember back in my days in working David Jones' counter, obviously when you work at David Jones, you definitely get a particular type of woman and that woman's mm. been shopping there for like 60 you know, yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. So when you've got like a, a virile young man coming up saying you would look fabulous in this lipstick... <laughs> She's going to take, gonna take that no, well. not at all. She's going to take ten steps back and go, "What does he know?" Yeah. So I always just try and, I guess, investigate a little bit more on what the woman's personality is like. That way, I can fit that lipstick for that woman. Because yeah, here I am sitting down saying I don't like pink lipstick, but that's my that's subjective to me. 
you know, you guys might like that pink lipstick, but there's so many different undershades of pink, like a more of a blue base sort of mauve, rosy okay. pink is what's in yeah. right now. More like your lip colour. And what about matte? Gloss, yes. Gloss is back, thank God, because yeah. matte... Oh, I don't know. You no. guys like matte lipstick. You don't no. like matte? No, don't you think it looks a little bit dehydrating in the lip and a bit, it shrinks the lip up a little bit? Oh, does it? Mm, especially those liquid lips. Some of those liquid lips that go on like a liquid and then set, mm. they're almost like a gloss, oh, but then yeah, they set. I had one of those and it just makes me feel really... Mm. Yeah, like you can... Yeah. It's like powder on the lip. Yes. And then as it starts to get... Come off it went in on here. So liquidy, yep. and I was like, "Oh, this is so nice." And then I left and went. Yup, yup. <laughs> Kylie Jenner lip kits are the worst for that. Oh, oh really? Yes. And she's made a billionaire. Can you believe that? I just read that. Well, didn't she make a billion last year? Gosh, now she's twenty-one no. and she's yeah. beat Mark. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. Wow. I know. Look okay, at it go. That says a lot for makeup. <laughs> look at it go. <laughs> look at that. Um, if I'm going to say one thing about a lipstick, though, is I definitely recommend look at a lip primer. Oh. MAC do the best lip primer I've ever used. Oh, okay. I've used some, and some of them are good. Some of them are not so good. MAC is just a general all-rounder. What it's, do you like about that? The reason why I like it, it's got squalene and vitamin E, so it smooths out the lips. So it's kind of like a lip um, a lip conditioner at the same time. But the trick is to wait 10 seconds before you put your lipstick on, and it's almost like Velcro for the lipstick. Okay. So like it makes your lip liner or your lipstick go on a lot smoother. It stops your lipsticks from bleeding and feathering oh, into good. fine lines, yep. which is you know definitely a common yep. concern for most people that wear lipstick, especially if they're wearing those creamy textured lipsticks yep. that sort of bleed. So yeah, MAC Prep and Prime Lip, and it's 33 bucks. And seriously, if you're a lipstick wearer, it's definitely the best investment. Oh, great. Yeah, I can't and live without about, it. And what about fake tan? Is it on the way out? I would like to say that it is because I'm a bit, of a bit of a fake tan fan. I wish I could embrace my natural colour, but I just can't. <laughs> but I, I've noticed that um, the really dark tans that people were having on TV around about 12 months ago seem to be dissipating or have gone altogether. Yes, yeah. So yours, you couldn't even tell that you've got well, a I just tan come back from all. Bali. Yeah. I just come back from Bali, yeah. so I just lathered myself up in the sun. And yeah. I, I won't <laughs> say... Tan. Natural tan. Yeah. that's it. It was yeah. much as natural as I could, could yeah. do. When it comes to... Like, if I'm going to talk about my line of work, editorial, photography, any of that sort of thing, they hate fake tan. I hate fake tan. And it is kind of hard to match a a foundation to a tan, Mm. especially if you put the tan on the night before. So if you are going to tan, I know we all fake tan. Like it's, you know, we all like to be bronzed. But um, do it two days before an event. Because if you do it the night before... Your skin's still kind of adapting to the tan. Yeah. It's still See, developing. See, I always do it on the afternoon of. So. No, no I, do I remember for my wedding it had to be Thursday night. Wow. Yes. Okay. Thursday night tans. And Saturday yes. morning yes. makeup. Yes. Yeah. Go down to t- what is it? Uh, Sun City back in the day in High Street. <laughs> <laughs> That's my jam. <laughs> oh my Bedazzled, god. get a spray tan. <laughs> but now everyone's doing the Bondi sands and the mitt. The Bondi sands mm. and the mitt is actually really, really yeah, yes, yeah, there they're great. Does it work? Oh yeah, and you get those. And one it doesn't hour. go everywhere. No, you get those one-hour ones, so you can just do it like at 7 o'clock, watch TV, wash it off. Sarge, why are you even looking at me to ask that question? I, <laughs> I only go to school pickup. Okay, that's my outing. <laughs> All right? Me too. I don't need to be tanned for school pickup. <laughs> Another good thing is Saint-Tropez face and body rub-on. Oh, I've heard of that yeah. too. Yeah. I used to have – I remember – that's been around for a while. It's I been around for that. Yonks. It's definitely yeah. coming a revival. But that good thing with that is if you forget to fake tan and you want a little bit of something, just put it, put it on. It doesn't transfer onto your white clothes. You oh, can sweat. Right. That's it's, what you want. It's yeah. sweat-proof. It's, yeah, oil-proof. That's good. And it washes off. 
Too. It's great. Well, I've been a little bit lazy doing show notes. Um, it's something that we've got to get onto with this show, but we'll definitely need email show me notes, show notes for Dean. Oh, I've done my <laughs> yeah. own. Is that what you mean? We're Having gonna create show job. notes, everything okay. that uh, Dean's talked about, and we just put it up on the website. Thank you so much for joining us, Dean. And my where pleasure. do people go to find you? Um, so I'm um one part of the boys studio hair and makeup. Um, we are in Mayfair West. So my partner Mitch is incredible. He is a hairstylist, hairdresser, and obviously myself, um, makeup artist. But we've been in the industry for 11 years, but we've been together for 12. So we're actually partners in life, but also partners in business as well. So, so. can people hit you up for advice online yeah. if they want to? We've oh got my a lot God. of international listeners who might get uh, some email from <laughs> Ireland going, Hi, Dean. <laughs> Most definitely. Like, cool. I, like I said, my background is um, cosmetic retail and education. So, you know, I love this stuff. I okay, love cool. talking about makeup. And that's why I, was, I get excited when I look at people's makeup kit, regardless if they you know, got the bottom of the line stuff to the top of the line. I love it all. Love awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you. I feel very educated. Yes. <laughs> Schooled. <laughs> <laughs> to win the $200 voucher for Stockland Green Hills to buy all your makeup, you just need to write a review on your podcast app and then tell us that you've done that and give us your little ID name yeah. for your review yeah. and put the, send us a message at but, NHM Newcastle Hunter Mummers. Yeah, basically just grab the review that you've done, screenshot it, go to NHM Newcastle Hunter Mummers Facebook page and just message it to us and write, Makeup, please. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHM Newcastle Hunter Mummers.com.